0: something I said can I ask you something and I'm clean I'm hungry I'm from Memphis grew up born and raised and so I know a thing or two about barbecue right how about a nice greasy pork sandwich. Today's secret ingredient is Jack Purtles chicken. It's a Memphis thing. Broadcasting from the back room of a Jack Purtles on Poplar Avenue, this is Never Ask a Skinny Man, the show about food, restaurants, and food culture here in the Mid-South. I'm your host, Anthony Kale, and remember, when you want to know where good food is, never ask a skinny man. Good evening, good morning, wherever you are listening. This is Never Ask a Skinny Man. I'm your host, Anthony Kale. Well, a lot of you out there I've been seeing on social media have been posting pictures of a lot of wintry comfort foods, and we've definitely had the season for those soups and stews and things that bring us warmth uh, during this cold season now, uh, but I'm excited I'm excited to see that spring is on its way. You know, it's comfort foods are fun uh, during this wintry time, but I'm very, very ready to see some of those days where you can fire up your grill, sip on a cold beverage, maybe even fire up the fire pit in the backyard. Pretty soon the smell of fresh cut grass and meat cooking on the grill will permeate the air one of my favorite times of the year. So we're looking forward to uh, not only that spring weather, but spring cooking and spring food. And we'll be bringing you uh, some recipes and some techniques for uh, grilling and things as a spring comes upon us. Now, this past weekend, I took in some really good food. Uh, went to the uh, New York style pizza place in Humboldt, Tennessee, down on Main Street, they're called Milano's. Now the folks down there have really brought something special to this region. I know all of us that grew up in this area are le- used to the, you know, the national chains, the Domino's, the Pizza Huts, and those in fine are well for you know those style pizzas. But when you want something really special check this out. Go down to Milano's in Humboldt, and I'm going to tell you, their pizzas are really, really unique. They're hand-tossed with that classic New York thin crust, and they use real Wisconsin cheese uh, on all their products that they use cheese, and, uh, man, you can tell the definite difference in the quality. Uh, They do A lot of their pizzas with that bright Italian tomato sauce that is uh, definitely sticks out uh, as opposed to what a lot of us uh, grew up used to uh, among the chain restaurants. They use fresh pepperoni, sausage and vegetables. And uh, it is just, you know, typically when I eat one of the chain uh, pizzas, I have to have a lot of pizza pizza. Uh, A lot of slices in order to feel satisfied eating it. But with Milano's, I can have two slices and be not only full, but very content. Uh, It's that high quality. Now, Milano's, I will tell you, does a massive, giant pizza that uh, people will frequently get for for parties and business gatherings. It's a 28-inch pizza. And I sat outside Milano's uh, one summer day and was sitting out there eating at one of the little uh, diner side tables and I noticed the door open and uh, one of the hostesses from the restaurant brought this huge, huge box out and it was one of the 28 inch pizzas and uh, she was helping a lady get it into her car. They could not even fit it into the car. The lady had to... Uh, take her seats down uh, in order for them to be able to fit that pizza in there. So man it is it is really some it's a large it's a, a it's a large person. I mean it's a huge pizza <laughs> and uh, Milano's also does some really nice stromboli uh, They has that golden buttery crust stuffed with thick melted mozzarella, slices of ham and pepperoni. Ah, uh, they do pastas, lasagnas, Italian subs, and and even fresh cannolis. They get from a bakery, and uh, that does them um, from uh, does them from scratch. So you want to check out Milano's. They're uh, they're there on Main Street in Humboldt, Tennessee, and it it really is a hidden gem. Now, I also had a, a really nice treat from a buddy of mine who uh, frequently drives up to Brownsville, Tennessee. And there is a barbecue place there now called Raisin Cane Barbecue. Now, if you're like me, raised here in West Tennessee, you have had barbecue of all different calibers. I mean, uh, some of the best barbecue in the world we have here in West Tennessee. So um, not only does it take something special to stick out, Uh, in the West Tennessee barbecue world because of our our quality. Uh, But you're also talking about Brownsville, Tennessee, a place where the queen of barbecue, Miss Helen Turner, rules and has uh, ruled for several years there with Helen's Barbecue. So uh, when a friend of mine told me that he had brought something from Brownsville that was barbecue and it wasn't from Miss Helen's, uh, I was a little leery. Let me tell you what he got. Now, this Raising King uh, does some amazing ribs. He brought some of their ribs, and they were pretty tasty. But the, the, the crown jewel that was something different was he brought out uh, some barbecue salmon. Now, look, if you take me to a barbecue restaurant, and there's ribs, and there's pork, and there's sausage, And I see salmon on the menu. uh, I'm gonna look at you like you're crazy. But let me tell you whatever they did to this salmon made it out of this world. This salmon had this rub they had put on it, and then it was smoked. So when you bit into this salmon, This stuff was like it melted in your mouth. I mean, very, very unique. And look, I always give props to Miss Helen there in in Brownsville, and there's nothing like Miss Helen stuff. But Raisin Cane over on Anderson Avenue there in Brownsville does this smoked barbecue salmon that is not like anything I have ever had before. So... You definitely should check that out. So my wife and I had a uh, pretty unique experience at a restaurant this weekend. We uh, It was nice outside and we said, hey, we want something light. Let's go get some tacos. So uh, we go to this little local taqueria and, uh, on Saturday and while we're in there waiting on our food there's this loud boom it sounded like an explosion and then all of a sudden there was smoke started filling a room uh, where we were sitting and uh, people looked up from their dishes and were looking around and there's this cloud of smoke my wife who's got her back to uh, where the sound came from is looking at me and she's like do we need to run do we need to get out of here and uh, what had happened this Poor guy had sat down by the front door, and obviously the fire extinguisher was not very secure by the front door, and he backs his chair up, and it hits the extinguisher. The extinguisher falls, hits the floor, um, and all of a sudden, the uh, powder in the extinguisher starts going all over the floor, and this cloud of dust smoke starts filling the room and people start choking and people's eyes are getting red and i, his, I hear his wife say what did you do and he says i I backed up there, there was no pin in it and uh so the wait staff came out and uh, tried to get it up and we had to open the door and air the place out and uh it's definitely not something you expect to happen but uh uh, you never can tell. We we have some pretty outrageous restaurant stories uh, throughout the years, and uh, that was a new one to us. Uh, the dropped fire extinguishers. so it uh, definitely kept us uh, kept us awake and alert. If anything, but uh, but we still got our tacos, so all was well. In restaurant news for the week, uh, first and foremost, many of you know the devastating storms that hit this area of the south this past week. The Music City, Nashville, was hit really hard by these tornadoes, and several families lost their loved ones, their homes, their businesses. Uh, Please keep your prayers and good thoughts uh, for these folks that are still struggling with the losses uh, in this part of the country. Uh, Very tragic, tragic. Um, incident. Now, as a prize to the the food industry, Tornado hit several well-known Rashville restaurants and bars and even destroyed some of them completely. Uh, Places like Five Points Pizza, uh, Italia Pizza and Pasta, uh, the Nashville Urban Winery, uh, just a few of the many eateries in Nashville that sustained heavy, heavy damage Keep these folks in your prayers. And when they do reopen, let's be sure to patronize them and show them our love because those, that's, you know, a lot of folks lost their jobs when these restaurants were hit. Um, A lot of people lost their dreams. I mean, you've got people who have put their life into building these restaurants and um, chefs who have. Uh, worked to get to this point in life where they could produce quality dishes for folks and uh, really use their talents. And right now uh, a lot of them uh, don't have a place to work uh, and and even worse um, may not have uh, places to even live right now because of the storm. so let's keep these good folks uh, in our in our hearts and minds. Now the good folks over at Memphis Sandwich Click, who are always bringing something out that is just amazing. These guys, they they have this unique talent of going to places that I've been a million times and finding these obscure sandwiches that uh, I may not even be on the menu. And uh, this last couple of weeks, uh, the Click, along with a couple of other local. Uh, food writers have been raving about this new sushi burger over at Saltwater Crab uh, there in Midtown Memphis. Uh, Chef uh, Jimmy Sin, uh, also known as Sushi Jimmy uh, around the area, uh, has created this new sandwich where he takes spicy tuna, seaweed salad, and avocado, and he puts them inside a bun made from sushi sushi rice seasoned uh, with Japanese seasonings of dried fish, uh, sesame, and seaweed. And uh, people are saying this is the bomb to try. So we definitely have to get down there and try this out. Uh, Some of the new openings over the last couple of weeks uh, in the area out of Jackson, the Hub City Deli has opened serving uh, artisanal sandwiches. And uh, we're hearing some good things about them. Uh, in a few weeks, there's going to be a new Cajun eatery on Main Street there in Memphis, uh, opening that will be called Beignets. Uh They'll be serving po'boys, uh, gumbo, and uh, and one of my favorites, turtle soup. Uh, and this is brought to you by the folks who operated Growlers and Mardi Gras, and even Zinnies. I don't, man, I, you know, I remember the old Zinnies. You used to could go and get all you could eat crab legs, and they just continue bringing them to your table. And man, uh, just some phenomenal stuff. Go up there in the summer, get you some crab legs, a cold beer, walk outside afterwards, and you've got guys playing uh, adult wiffle ball uh, behind the restaurant. So it is uh, just some amazing, uh, amazing stuff there. So um, with, with that kind of pedigree, of uh, operating Zennies and Growlers and Mardi Gras. It's definitely going to be some good stuff at Beignets. Uh, Some of the local talent that we are blessed to have in this region, Memphis chefs Andy Tyser and Michael Hudman of Andrew Michael's Italian Kitchen, uh, have once again become semi-finalists in the 2020 James Beard Awards for the Best Chef in the Southeast Region. I understand this is not their first, not their fifth, but their ninth time they've made uh, the semifinals. So uh, that speaks a lot of their culinary talents, and that is very cool. We're glad to have such chefs of prestige in this local area. Now, moving on to something perhaps not so distinguished, uh, and that is that nationally, I don't know if you've seen this, but Dunkin' Donuts has released a new product called Snackin' Bacon. Now, as far as I'm concerned, all bacon is snackin' bacon. Uh, there's not a bad time of day for good bacon, but this is their version of the candy bacon recipe. The classic recipe typically for candy bacon uses maple syrup, brown sugar, and black pepper. Uh, Duncan's doing their version with brown sugar and black pepper. Uh, and they're selling it eight strips of bacon in a small bag. So we'll we'll see how that goes. And I'm sure by now you've probably seen what could be termed the 2020 widowmaker, is what I like to call it. That's the KFC's re-release of their donut chicken sandwich. Now this thing looks <laughs> I don't I don't know if to love it or be repulsed by it. Uh, it sandwich debuted back debuted back in 2019. And uh, features a deep-fried chicken strip served between two warm glazed donuts. Uh, I've I've yet to try this, uh, and I'm a sweet and savory type of guy, uh, and I like combos like chicken and waffles. But I don't know this. This one almost looks too much, uh, but we'll we'll have to see. Um, but uh, well, we're going to take a short break, and we'll be back with more. Never Ask a Skinny Man. Hi, my name is Valerie Ross, one of the owners of the Snack Shack Barbecue here in Humboldt, Tennessee. You're listening to Never Ask a Skinny Man. Thanks for calling King of Wing, how may I help you? Yes, can I speak to the King, please? Yes, ma'am, hold please. May I help you? Yes, I would like to have one of those big old burgers I've seen appetized on TV. Oh, you want the big double meat? That's a big burger, baby, you think you can handle all that? King of Wing burgers so good that make me wanna shake it. Shake, it. shake it, baby. Welcome back to Never Ask a Skinny Man. This week, I want to share with you a new feature of the podcast called Tony's Tip of the Week, where I feature one particular food item that I would suggest you try if you've never had before. We're going to start with something uh, basic that's become a personal tradition for me. Uh, When you're in Memphis, driving down the Great Summer Avenue, Uh, You'll see there's a small Asian grocery called Great China Food Market. And Great China is one of the oldest Asian markets in Memphis. They carry everything from spices to woks to rice to noodles to um, Buddhist religious supplies. So, uh, I mean, just you name it, um, they've got it. And one of the things they do is they have a small kitchen in the grocery. And I like to get up there on a Saturday morning about 9 a.m. And uh, one of the gentlemen that cooks for the grocery brings out a big silver tray and uh, sets it up for uh, customers to be able to take food from. And on this tray, he has these beautiful golden buttery rolls glistening with a sweet sugary syrup. Um, these buns are filled with pork. These uh, pork buns are also known as char siu bao, are pure magic. Now, I want you to imagine one of the best rolls you've ever had in your life growing up. For some of you that's growing up in high school, uh, you always had cafeteria workers that would uh, make some really good rolls. Now, for me personally, my grandmother uh, would make rolls that were just... Uh, Uh, Man, we'd fight over them growing up. But imagine taking one of those uh, hot yeast rolls and filling it with sweet, savory, barbecued pork. And then, as if that was enough, brushing the top of it with sweetened condensed milk or sugar. Unbelievable. Now, the buns themselves are as big as your head. I mean, they are huge, and usually they run just a little bit over a dollar a piece. I mean, it's amazing what you can get for that, but the pork inside of them, known as char siu, is usually made by roasting pork that's been marinated uh, in uh, Chinese five-spice powder, a little bit of honey, a little bit of hoisin sauce, soy sauce, and Chinese rice wine. It's just un-stinking believable. Man, they stuff these things in these rolls, and uh, you'll find a, a lot of Chinese restaurants uh, may offer uh, baked pork bun or um, steamed pork bun. These are baked, and uh, man, they are phenomenal, but you've got to get there earlier in the day, or they will be sold out. And man, I'm telling you, these, these things are made with love. You can definitely tell them. And two uh, are the most you can consume at a time. And that's still pushing it. One is extremely filling. So um, definitely, when you're near Memphis and you're near Summer Avenue, check out Great China Food Market. They're at 5137 Summer. And that is my tip of the week. Coming up on future episodes of the podcast, we're going to introduce a new segment featuring our friend Red the Trucker. Red drives the highways and byways of the Mid-South, and he's going to share a little bit about some of the diners and cafes and places to eat along the way that truckers run into, some of the places that we may not even be aware of And uh, we're also going to, in the upcoming weeks, uh, do some interviews with some restaurateurs, business owners, and those in the food industry. Uh, We are getting a lot of uh, listeners asking about what keeps new restaurants from operating successfully in the beginning. For example, why do I have to wait so long? Why do they keep running out of food? And why does a wait staff appear like they're not trained? Well, we're going to answer some of those questions with folks who have been in the restaurant industry for several years and uh, will give us a little bit of insight into that. Uh, we're also going to talk about demystifying ethnic foods. When you go to the grocery, what am I looking at when I go into a section of food that's maybe a food I didn't grow up with or a food I'm not familiar with? Uh, we're going to look at some of those and we're going to eat our way throughout the Mid-South. That's right. We're going to give you some blow by blow, uh, eating and, uh, tasting and, uh, Giving you sort of a a tour through some of the great places in the Mid South as we uh, pick a particular road or highway and start at one end and work our way down the other. And uh, hope to share some of that with you. We thank you again for listening. And remember, you are the reason we do this. Uh, This is a labor of love. And We Never Ask a Skinny Man is supported by listeners, and so if you enjoy the podcast, feel free uh, to hit subscribe and like, and we thank you so much again for listening. We'll see you again real soon, and remember, when you're looking for good food, never ask a skinny man.